There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Today marks the 25th anniversary of Destiny's Child releasing its first single, No, 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 on October 27, 1997. I spoke to Michelle Williams in 2017 during National Women's Health Week, organized by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Office on Women's Health. Miss Williams, thanks for joining us. Hey, thank you so much for having me. How are you today? I am great. I am great. How did you get involved with uh, National Women's Health Week? Had you done it before, or was this the first time? You know, I had not done it before, but we this is something we've been working on since last year. So I could not wait for this day to come where I could officially... Um, announced that I am serving as ambassador for the Office on Women's Health, um, where we are going to be doing so much throughout the year. So basically, I got a phone call from the Office on Women's Health early last year. So that's how long we've been working on this to make sure the rollout is good so that we're here this day of me announcing my official role as an ambassador for the Office on Women's Health. So what we're kicking off is National Women's Health Week that starts Mother's Day, this 14th, May 14th through May 20th. I know you said it's going to be sort of a a whole year of events, but what about for Health Week specifically? Do you know exactly what the Health and Human Services Office of Women's Health? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So partnering with the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, the goal of National Women's Health Week is for women to make their health a priority and encourage them just to take some simple steps (laughs) for their health. We, you know, people think working out is such a, a huge task or doing things like just, you know, setting some, setting some boundaries, of, um, avoiding unhealthy behaviors like smoking, texting while driving, or making sure you wear a seatbelt, um, being active, eating healthy, and then visiting your doctor for that well-woman visit and your preventative screenings. That's so important, and I share this. My mother is with me today because she got her mammograms when she was supposed to, and one mammogram that she got, they detected, like, stage one of breast cancer, you know, and she's been here with me since. It's been in remission, and so I share that story. Like, as a little girl, I I saw her going to get her yearly visits and her mammograms. That's great. So this is the well woman visit you're talking about. Like we're talking like an annual checkup. Just make sure you get in there every yes, year. Your annual checkups, you know, your Pap smears, your STD screens, HIV test, anything that you know you can test for to make sure you're as healthy as you can be. And also, you know, um, it's also a good time just to do things like in your blood pressure check, your cholesterol levels. You know, even if you um, work out every day, if you're not eating healthy, 
you want to get your check. You want to just find out, okay, what are my cholesterol levels? You know, unless you're um, just like eating kale every day and things like that, you know, which most of us aren't, <laughs> we have to get our screenings. Also, your mental health is like so important, and it's something that we neglect. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that because uh, I know we're in the 18th annual uh, Women's Health Week, and I'm sure for a while I'm, the emphasis was, you know, physical health and nutrition and, and exercise and that sort of stuff. But do, do you think that, like, in recent years we've started to pay more attention to the mental health side because there are a lot of women that go through the stresses of this? And, you know, I guess explain how mental health has become even more important lately in your guys' uh, push here. Oh, well, mental health is particularly important to me because I've experienced depression. And I believe that, you know, you can have a healthy body if you take care of your mind. And for me, um, I've been noticing as far as my mental health, if I'm not strong mentally, I'm not strong physically. I don't want to work. I don't want to get out the bed. I don't want to do anything. <laughs> but I've learned how to cope with that by adding exercise to my daily regimen. I have an accountability partner, so if I don't work out, I have to pay her $25 for each session I miss. <laughs> and because that, I don't want to pay that money, I go and I work out. That's the way to hold <laughs> hold yourself accountable right there. <laughs> Absolutely. So, you know, and like I said, I've been open about my depression and just want to let people know, you know, I sought help through my loved ones. But guess what? I also sought professional help by seeking therapy. And I want people to know that it's okay. It's okay to talk about mental health and it's okay to seek help. What is not okay is you walking around here knowing that something is wrong, knowing that you can't get out of this sadness, but you're not doing anything about it. If you feel like, you know, Michelle, I can't afford uh, a therapist. There are so many community resources where social workers are available, and I do believe if you go to womenshealth.gov, you can find those resources that you need. I mean, the good thing about social media, the good thing about me using my platform is to help others and to let them know you don't have to suffer in silence and you don't have to be ashamed. That's awesome. Well, I, I know uh, you mentioned the, the depression. What, what, what was that for you? What was sort of your low point? Was it just touring all the time, just being so busy? Or, or you know, what, what was that sort of rock bottom and how did you get out of it? You know, for me, I actually love the traveling part. That wasn't it. I love the performing aspect because I love how music actually um, inspires and changes lives. My depression set in before I even became a musician professionally. I started suffering with depression, I would say, around the age of 12 or 13. Oh, wow. At that age, I did not know that's what it was. I thought it was just growing pains. I just thought I would isolate myself and just be withdrawn because I thought that's what an early teenager does. I thought, well, I'm going through the change of puberty, and as I look back, that's what I thought, but I didn't know that it was actually depression, you know. Um, so it runs, um, it runs in my family. That's wow. I feel like that's an interesting. I mean, I know your hardcore fans probably know all of those details, but for our casual TOP listeners, I think they're going to find that fascinating. So thanks. Thanks for being brave and sharing that story. Oh, please. I have no problem sharing it. You know, so many people, especially if you notice through social media. Now, suicide has always been rampant and it mm -hmm. exists, but social media magnifies it. So it just lets me know we still have some work to do 
in the mental health space because people feel like they don't have anybody to talk to. They're at their lowest point. They're at their darkest hour, and they feel hopeless. But for the women out there, you know, I just want you to know you don't have to feel hopeless. You are not alone. I'm with you. I'm on the same journey as you are. You know, maybe a few more people might know my name or face, but trust me, I'm with the journey on you. I'm human. I'm 100% human. I'm just like you. That's awesome. So we talked about sort of your mother uh, earlier, and then we talked about sort of what you were going through, you said, around age 12 with sort of the battling the depression. But connect the dots for us. How did you How did you actually get hooked up and form Destiny's Child? You were a background vocalist for a while, right? Yes, I was a background vocalist for the singer Monica. Mm-hmm. And um, I tell children all the time that how you treat others will determine your your destiny, meaning the dancer, a dancer that was dancing with Monica, she was also Destiny's Child's choreographer. So I remember her saying, um, telling them when they were in the process of looking for a new member that, you know, you might want to check out Michelle, you know, and I tell people all the time, your work ethic and how you treat people will always get you a reference, at least a reference. And that's what happened. Absolutely. I know you guys had no, 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 bills, 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 say my name, jump a jump. I mean, you're like the soundtrack to, you know, my life. We grew up with your stuff. But how did, oh, do you, thank you so much. Do you remember the first time you heard uh, one of your guys' songs on the radio? Yeah, Independent Women was the first song um, that I was actually um, audibly on that song. I joined the group in the year, officially in the year 2000. Gotcha. Um, so Independent Women, and I'll never forget, I think I was in... Um, L.A. when I first heard that song on the radio and just I went absolutely bonkers. (laughs) So even um, being in a girls group, you know, you're talking about um, being close and us growing up and growing up together and started to noticing changes, you know, with our bodies and knowing that, okay, you know, we were blessed to have a trainer on the road. um, And so that, you know, now I'm an older woman. And I get to talk about, you know, my health, but, you know, correlating it back to, you know, being in a girls group. You know, we were always, you know, working out, making sure that we were there for each other. And that's what I want women to do. I want to make sure that you're working out. I want to make sure that you're there for your other friends and families and make sure that you have another woman in your life, that you guys are holding yourself accountable. And like I said, women's health, we could start to May 14th. So if you think you want to start that phase on the 14th, you know, some people are like, I got to eat that last donut. But on Mother's Day, I'm going to join you, Michelle, on National (laughs) Women's Health Week and make my health and my body a priority. And not only am I doing it with them for the week, I'm going to be with them for the entire year of making sure that we keep our health a priority. Awesome. Well, just uh, in closing, uh, tell us what, what you're working on professionally. I know you've been dominating uh, the gospel charts uh, for, God, probably like 10, 15 years since Destiny's Child, really. Um, what, what's, what do you got coming up on that front? You know, I'm excited. You know, I am inspired again musically. I, I never touch a mic or a phone in the studio if I'm not inspired or feel like I don't have anything to say. I will always have something to say, but if I don't have anything to say at that time musically, I don't force myself to do anything but hopefully this year um i'll have at least a single out or something awesome well we really appreciate you taking the time to join us and thanks so much for getting uh, hooked up with such a great cause absolutely i appreciate your time thanks so much thanks so much for listening to beyond the fame with jason fraley our theme music is scott buckley's clarion remember to give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear we'll see you next time
I wanted to take a second to tell you about an app I really enjoy. Living in the D.C. area is great, and Podcast D.C. gathers all of the local shows that I like all in one local app. Health, sports, local news, politics, and so much more. Podcast D.C. is the new local app with hundreds of D.C. area podcasts to choose from. I can earn exciting rewards just for listening and share the podcasts I love instantly. Available in the App Store or in Google Play, listen local with Podcast D.C.